0: Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWalbeck.com and you're listening to Intentional Now podcast. More people than ever are asking the question How do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? In this show, I discuss what is really on the other side of the torn veil, ascending into heaven. And how does our Sonship fix the heart of creation? (laughs) If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guests in a workshop discussion that proclaims, We are not nailed to the cross or dead in the grave, but fully alive and resurrected in him. Let's do this good afternoon family, good morning family, good evening family, (laughs) whatever the time of day is that the podcast meets you and greets you, I say hello. And what a privilege it is to walk with you, troubleshoot life with Jesus in the forefront of our victory. Amen. So I come to the table today at encouraged 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 <laughs> so let us take a moment just to receive that invitation to the lord's table pull up your chair breathe in yes i'm breathing out too <laughs> a feast is at hand he makes no mistakes at invitations there are no coincidences in the kingdom we Are at the right place, the right time, stepping into the right footstep, right in his right standing for each and every one of us. I'd say that this is the perfect time to say grace. Let's hold hands in the spirit and grace will usher us into the deepest of nutrients laid. On this table <laughs> Jesus we honor you we honor each other my brothers and sisters in Christ sitting at this table in you is the fullest of measure because you hold measurement and you said free <laughs> free Mm -hmm. free freedom today's takeaways the cloud of witnesses i have such a wonderful story to tell you encountering the love of god a year of miracles and faith now can i tell you a story i love stories I absolutely love stories, and I like telling them. And I am so thankful that I have stories to tell. (laughs) Yep, let's jump right into his goodness. And while we are on the inside of his goodness, we certainly do step through the doors of expectation. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) we certainly do step through the doors of expectation that during my storytelling, this is our expectation, Holy Spirit is going to touch and heal and love on, encourage, and manifest the life of Christ in you. In me, yep. Right there from within you, I'm just the storyteller. I'm just setting an anchor, painting a picture. And if you're anything like me, oh, we like the visual stuff, right? Today, I use my words to let those who are listening know this. The door is open. Heaven is fully available. The kingdom of heaven within you, around you, up, down, sideways, this side or that, in him, (laughs) is fully available. Love is without restriction on your behalf. I'm going to say that again. Love is without restriction on your behalf. So I'm going to share a portion from the mere Bible found in Romans 3. God's faithfulness. Faith righteousness was not Abram's idea or invention. He was simply overwhelmed. Abraham was simply overwhelmed by his maker's belief and favor in his God encounters. So let's pull this apart just a little bit from Genesis 12 through 17. We're going to begin right there. Only he became Abraham when God added the hay, the Hebrew living letter, to his own name, Yahweh. He added the hay into it, so he became Abraham. So the letter hey in the Hebrew living letters, ancient Hebrew living letters, means the E, the man, and picturing it, it's a pictorial, the man has raised hand, which is a picture of a sign and a wonder. That is what the letter hey, when we have our hands raised up, our name written in his means behold. Behold the sign of a wonder. And when looking at this great sight, this wonder, right there with our hands raised high, that hey, in our name, in his name, Yahweh, is a breath. It's a sigh. And that's exactly what one does when they're seeing something wonderful or they're pointing it out. That's what the hay is. And the hay is also the number five, which is the number for grace. No, it was not Abraham's faith that rewarded him with righteousness. Faith is not something we do. It's what happens to us when we encounter the love of God. There's only one faith. Jesus is both the source and the sustenance of this faith. Enjoy the meal. (laughs) Today and for the last few days, I am personally reminded Let me get comfortable here of an encounter I had with a member of the cloud of witnesses. Mm, Well, how long ago? I actually know exactly because of journaling. Yes, I know. I beat that drum. I'm going to continue to beat that drum, right? Journaling, writing things down. Yes. And those details that I wrote are living and alive. To me today so I can share it with you clear as a bell. So I will leave you the link again in this particular episode with the reminder of episode 96, which shares a transparent and anointed details. It's a beautiful moment in my podcast history. So I ask you, And I invite you to set aside time to listen to episode 96. And right smack in there is wonderful resources and freebies for you. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So it's like this is I'm not going to expect you to paint a masterpiece. But I will say, okay. So I've stretched the canvas over this frame. Let's get to painting. Amen. So my story began May sixth, two thousand. Not May sixth, June sixth, two thousand sixteen. Yep, that is six six. 16. Yeah, that's a whole lot of numbers with the number six, right? So my story began on June 6, 2016, in the wee hours of the morning before I got out of bed, probably around 5 a.m. That's kind of a wake up time for me when the spirit, my spirit, talks to a place of understanding. You go, what? Um, we call it that lucid place. Yeah, where my spirit is talking to my understanding, I'm you're not fully awake, your body has had time to rest, you're relaxed, and your understanding can see the movie screen of the spirit. Yeah. So just a side note, just a side note in that lucid place, you can train yourself to be able to go back in. And out of this lucid place and re-engage the spirit there, your dreams there. Yep, that's totally possible with a little bit of practice. Go ask Jesus. So if you have walked in the spirit for any length of time, you naturally become aware of portals in your home. Spiritual doorways. Now, if you're a new listener, I have a disclosure here. Okay, we are not to be afraid, but aware. And here is a rule of thumb. If you focus on the good, if you focus on God and what he's saying to you and revealing to you, and if you ask, well, well, this question, and the angels always say, why do you humans or son constantly bombard us with this question right uh, it is totally embedded in our scriptural indoctrination and you are so familiar with it so let's get it out of the way right in first john 4 2 it's about testing the spirit so i'm talking about a portal but we go here first about testing the spirits and it clearly says beloved Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out and into the world. By this, you will know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. So, yeah, that's one of those little rule of thumbs. If something new has happened to me, then I will throw that out there. And, yeah, the angels just kind of shrug their shoulders and go, okay. (laughs) And you believe, you know, that Jesus actually does lead you into all truth, right? Then this unseen, this land of awe and wonder, these portals in your own home, Remember, what do I always say? Go ask Jesus. That's just that's just the best thing for me to say is go ask Jesus. Now, on to our story. So from this lucid place, I'm still snuggled in the warmth of my covers and ignoring my snoring husband and dog, which if you hear a rumble in the background, it's not my snoring husband. <laughs> It is my snoring dog, yes. I have whacked her I don't know how many times, like, shh, when I am recording my podcast. (laughs) She just gets into the deepest of sleep. All right, I'm moving on. As familiar and confident, this lucid place, this as familiar and confident as when my kids used to slam open the back screen door he stepped from the unseen into my bedroom <laughs> Woo, yeah all right I'll, I'll, I'll go back a little bit okay from my lucid place i'm still snuggled into my covers there and it it's like the persona right just like my kids they're confident and familiar with using the black door the back door and you know how it just slams bang yeah So he stepped from the unseen realm right into my bedroom. I recognized him instantly. (laughs) Lonnie Frisbee. Well, how did I know who it was? Hmm, I have two reasons. I had um, a timeline graph hanging in the bathroom at church, which had this tiny, small, must have been about a, two inch round picture of different people who brought healing transition to the body of Christ. It was this, this graph that we had on the bathroom wall. So his pick, his picture and name were on this graph. And my second reason, it's one of the secrets of the spirit. This, this oneness, you know how you just know you recognize relatives, you recognize people do they introduce themselves? Maybe before they get there, I don't know. But it's just this oneness place, and we go, uh huh, right? Your spiritual discernment, it hears its nose, and it's familiar. And the odd thing about it is Lonnie's mannerisms, whereas he was, you know, like part of the family, just like my kids opening the refrigerator door. He belonged, he had mission, he was very familiar. And loved. <laughs> so Lonnie was tall and lean and a bit scraggly. He was totally perfectly said in the time period in which he walked on the earth. So that would kind of give me a hint about him as well. But by this time, I mean walked right in through the wall in the corner next to the sliding glass door and the closet. Yeah, maybe he used the sliding glass door. I'm not quite sure. Did I make you laugh? <laughs> they do use um, those type of accesses, right? So by this time, I am fully awake and reminding myself that I had a hangout with a spiritual peer in about 45 minutes. Hmm. So I better get ready because I do not do Zoom calls in my pajamas. Mm. <laughs> So, Lonnie remained in my home and quite evident with my spiritual eyes. So, mm, I didn't really have time first thing in the morning to find out what was the purpose for his impromptu visit. Hmm. So, I enjoyed the Zoom call, though, in the back of my thoughts was this huge, what is going on? Like, why? So, I waited. Hmm, Through the Zoom call, I waited and waited and thought, hmm, till the last comments of the call, and then I threw it out there. I just said something, right? So my friend Mike um, wasn't familiar with Lonnie, so I also invited my dear friend George, also on this particular call, a well-seasoned prophet, to give Lonnie's ministry history. So he just piped in and shared, right? I happen to even left you the link to that exact Zoom call on YouTube for you curious ones. Yes, praise God for collected information. So if you open that up, you can scroll to the end of the call and you can see it's live and happening there June 6, 2016, right? <laughs> I love evidence yay so the call ended i had morning chores my husband don was out the door to work and finally i could get quiet again and get to know my visitor the thing that touched me the most in this particular season was the word help sent from heaven above that was it was just Let me tell you more of the story. Help was what I knew about Lonnie and his ministry. So the entire story of this journey is obviously written in the unfinished book. Yep, I left you a link. So let me put it in a nutshell. As a very small church, we had transitioned our hearts and our ministry to heaven. Yeah, yes, we were totally immersed in what you and I would know as the prophetic culture. And God got a hold of us over so this period of time. We walked through it all together. And here we are. We're transitioned and, yep, we have learned everything new. From how we pray to inner healing and deliverance, it's all new. Heaven is indeed open. And, you know... We felt like we were back in kindergarten. And to be quite honest, yeah, I don't think we should ever leave kindergarten in the spirit. It's just a really good place to be, right? So God is amazing. And he always holds our hands when we cross the street. Well, in this transition, people left, finances left. And Lonnie walked into my spiritual perception just two weeks before we had to move back into a home church in my home. Mm-hmm. There, I just set the whole dynamics of this encounter. So, several hours later, I received a message from my friend Mike. He forwarded it to me. From this Facebook article, which says. Happy birthday, Lonnie Frisbee. It was 67 years ago that you were born on D-Day. God brought you into the world on a day which is known for deliverance and setting captives free. That is what your life represents. Lonnie Frisbee was touched by God in 1967 on a mountain outside of Palm Springs called let me spell it T-A-H-Q-U-I-T-Z. Taquitz Canyon? So Lonnie cried out to God, God, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. Lonnie was 17 years old at the time, and God heard his cries. Lonnie had a vision of the Pacific Ocean, but instead of being filled with water, it was filled with people in darkness. Jesus appeared to Lonnie and told him that he was putting a light on him to reach lost people. Through a series of supernatural divine coincidences, as Lonnie called them, he was introduced to a pastor of a small struggling church in Orange County called Calvary Chapel. The conversation pastor named Chuck Smith and his hippie street preacher made a dynamic duo. Before long, hundreds were flocking to the church and they started doing mass baptisms in the ocean. Time magazine got wind of it and made Jesus Man of the Year in June of 1971. The Jesus movement had started. God used Lonnie to be a catalyst to birth movements, including Calvary Chapel, the Vineyard, and Grey Glory with Harvest Crusades. But this man was only far too human. Lonnie struggled with many things. He eventually died in March of 1993 at a young age of 43 years old. But now he is in heaven with the cloud of witnesses cheering us on. A greater movement of God is here now. A huge wave of God's glory is hitting the world, and great miracles, signs, and wonders are breaking out. We love you, Lonnie, and celebrate your life today on this day you were born. Happy birthday. That was sent to me, and it was a clipped article from my friend, Mike, And then it was written by a lady named Miri Crawley. Isn't that amazing? I went, Oh, how interesting. It was Lonnie's birthday today and his birthday's on D-Day. Huh? So let's highlight and remind ourselves about D-Day. So on June 6th, This was June 6th, 2016, but on June 6th in 1944, more than 160,000 Allied troops landed along a 50-mile stretch of a heavily fortified French coastline. They were dropped there to fight Nazi Germany on the beaches of Normandy, France. General Dwight D. Eisenhower called the operation a crusade in which we will accept nothing less than full victory. More than 5,000 ships, 13,000 aircraft supported the D-Day invasion. And by day's end, the Allies gained a foothold in the continental Europe. The cost in lives on D-Day was high. More than 9,000 Allied soldiers were killed or wounded. But their sacrifice allowed more than 100,000 soldiers to begin the slow, hard slog across Europe to defeat Hitler. Okay, and oh my goodness, wow. And he walked into my bedroom on his birthday on D-Day In 2016. So I sat quiet for a while. This is what my journal notes reminded me of. Hmm. Huh. Lonnie and I signed an agreement. We signed an agreement. Huh. That's all I remember. Not what the agreement was, just that we agreed and we wrote it down and we signed it. So my family were, you know, we were right in the middle of building a pergola over the back patio. And as I have learned, sometimes it's easier to hear in the spirit if you just relax and you don't try so hard to hear. Especially something that's got the little wow and awe and wonder on it. And you try really hard. No, no, no. Just relax and don't try so hard. Be about your day, and the spiritual day, (laughs) it'll speak to you. So I pulled out my ladder and my paintbrush and proceeded to paint the lumber and the frame of the pergola. And I listened to Lonnie Frisbee YouTubes for the rest of the afternoon. So an interesting thing, I decided, let's be bold here, and I sent a Facebook message to the lady that had posted that particular birthday greeting. <laughs> she contacted me six months later. Ah, amazing. She had some part in the makings of the movie that is being released this month, Jesus Revolution. I left you a link to the trailer. So a couple months later, hmm, I was doing another hangout with a friend in Washington, and I told her this very unique story. And she said, huh, I've heard testimony of the same. Yeah, that from the cloud of witnesses, Lonnie Frisbee was visiting different people. How interesting is that? Yeah, how interesting is that? So, wow. So this is what Jesus has put on the table for us today. Abram's faith was rewarded him with righteousness. Faith is not something we do. It is what happens to us when we encounter the love of God. There's only one faith, His, and we are in it. And His faith lives in us. One faith means this to me. This this is what it means to me. God knows He's faithful. I didn't have to muster up anything there. No, God knows he's faithful. And that is what happens to us or to you and me when we encounter the love of God, as I did meeting Lonnie Frisbee in the Cloud of Witnesses. Jesus is both the source and the sustenance of this faith. He is the source. He's the place and the person from which all things originate, even your miracle, my miracle. He is the place and the person for which something can be a- obtained. He's the spring or fountainhead from which the river of life issues. He's the provider of information that can be referenced. He is the one that is the source that produces a result. <laughs> he is our source and supply, he is our sustenance. He's the food for which we maintain health and life. He's nourishment. He's the act of sustaining or supporting one's life. He's the instance of kind and charitable behavior. He's the state or the fact of existing. He's the comfort or solace of an act of providing, especially to someone who is ill. He's the act or the state of continuing with somebody, especially over time. He is the elements required by all living things for nourishment or survival. Faith is not something we do. It's what happens to us when we encounter the love of God. (sighs) There is one faith, His, and we are smack dab in it. And His faith lives in each of us, in you and in me. I am... Not able to put into words what the agreement is all about between Lonnie and I. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing the movie and I'm looking forward to the rest of the story. There's only one faith. And Lonnie and I are in it. You and I are in it. And this is a year for miracles. You and I, dear family, we share one faith. We are in one faith. His. And he knows himself as faithful. <laughs> he knows himself as faithful. So let's just take a moment <laughs> here. He knows himself as faithful. Great place. For us to pause, I bless you. I bless you in this quiet spot. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit, for touching and moving. And <laughs> we just lift our hands, just like that letter Hey. Within your name, and we go, Amazing, you are amazing, God, and we give you praise. God is good. I left all the links in the goodies below. Jump on in, <laughs> you have an absolutely blessed rest of your day, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye now.